everyone, welcome our new gentlemen, overlords. Who? 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 Now that's a team I can work with. I love it. I love bringing people together. How we doing? Hey everybody, welcome to the Gentlemen Overlords. It's me, Andrew, and with me today are... I don't know. For some reason, the R is throwing me off, but uh, I'm... It's a backwards, <laughs> uh, uppercase R. Oh, good. Okay, I'm good. Like we're that. in corn. Gentlemen are us. <laughs> uh, it's me. It's Max. It's... Max is back, and I'm Robert, and welcome back, Max. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I... Um... I went to work, and then I oh rode boy. the bus. Oh, boy. He's really back, and, folks. Yeah, he's really back. back. <laughs> you can tell he's back because he went to work? That's what you said. This is your impression of me. Yeah. Oh, I don't know what he's doing. You are a fan of the show. You are a fan of the show. Wow. Only the, only the so episodes without Max on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I just got to catch up. I can't come in blind. Yeah. Um, real quick before we get into either TV shows or movies we've seen, uh, uh Max, have you watched The Mandalorian at all? Mm-hmm. Do you have thoughts about it you want to share since you didn't oh, get to share them last, right last now, time? Right, right, right off now. You're on the, you're on the hot seat, dude. I think Baby Yoda is ugly as sin. What? I think he is so disgusting. Turn off his mic. <laughs> this is the worst Star Wars take you've ever had. Uh, no, I'm really digging it. Um, I think it, it is walking this kind of, uh, thin line of, of, um, is it, too much uh, referencing the original material, or is it doing a great job of that? Because sometimes I think it's fantastic. Sometimes I'm like, did you really need to say Beggars Canyon? Was that line necessary? Hmm, it's the place on the place that they're at. I mean, I know, but it's very. They're going to be on Tatooine, so they're going to be doing. Once you get up to ten of those in an episode, it's just kind of. Mm. I but think I assume you're some... talking about the latest episode. So yeah, yes. the latest episode okay, exactly because right. they're on Tatooine. Man. But like even other ones, you'll you'll run a, like in the first one that you go. Okay, there's Salacious Crumb, uh, like spinning around on a spit, and then there's that little eye coming out of the wall, yeah. And then you know, like someone's got a bad feeling about it, or I, I don't know exactly what it is, but they just keep going and doing those. And sometimes it stormtrooper really guy looks like Boba Fett, uh, <laughs> sand. There's sand, Star Wars sand. <laughs> I think like because I'm not as attached to Star Wars, I like <clears throat> there were they like you know the, the eye coming out of the thing. There, there were references that i was like familiar like oh yeah that is star wars mm-hmm. but it didn't hit me over the head like it does in in solo yeah where like that was stuff where it's like oh you what's your you know what is your full name yeah. uh, i'm gonna call you han solo because you're all you know it's, like yeah it's that got- sort of stuff where it's like bonk 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 it blows me away that there wasn't just like a thing instead where it was like he he had been calling him juaka through the movie and then was like Chewie, and just like call, yeah. just in the in the moment. Here's what I'll do. They make it do make it sound I'll like he invents you. nicknames in the Star Wars yeah. universe. He's like, I'm gonna sh- shorten your name. Yeah. <laughs> so I think like I, I, I he also I, invents the word short. Yeah, shorthand. Yeah. And K two S O. Everyone's like, what in the fuck is what is what is this? K two S O's in uh, Rogue One. Uh, oops, <laughs> I'm talking about Leet. <laughs> um, uh, what else was I gonna say about Star Wars? I don't remember. Keep going. I, it, like I just think it's like I I see what you're saying, and I, I think they are treading that line. I think they're yeah. doing it better than they do in the movies. I I absolutely agree. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where it's just barely. It's peaking at that moment of like, hey, okay, stop right now, and yeah. then it kind of like holds back. And, but, 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 and you're kind of edging. Exactly. You're like, yeah, maybe not. You're a real edge lord about it. That's me. Yeah. You know, I'm a Sith Can I mention something about the last episode? Sure. If people aren't, don't don't freak out. 
Um, Hang on, I haven't I haven't seen it, so you oh, guys no 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 I will plug my ears. No, 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 plug no, no, my ears. No, no, no. Go it's ahead. Not, it's not go worth ahead. it's not worth going into. It's not worth going into. But I enjoyed it. No, no, I'm not gonna say anything. The last one is divisive because it's it's already like. There's like a, it's like a it's a familiar setting, so it's like there's a lot there's a lot going on. So Sorry, you're right. The you're Death right. Star. Sorry, I gave away uh, part of it. I don't. I didn't even pay attention. Yeah. I don't listen to we, you. So. We do not. Yeah, we do not. Our your voice isn't in our earphones. You know that, right? Oh, good. I just see your your mouth we're moving. Kind of yeah, we're lip readers. That makes yeah. me feel a lot better. I hope it doesn't actually get out there. When people are listening, I hope they're only listening to you and then yeah. just like pauses. Yeah. Um. The one thing I'll say that I don't like about the show mm. it's and it's a new thing that they do just with the show is the like you know when a marvel thing starts and it has like the comics flipping and the marvel oh, thing comes up like oh, yeah i don't like the helmets oh. thing that, that says star wars i'm oh. not i'm not a huge fan but here's the thing when the first episode that we watched uh our tv for some reason got really dark uh just for the mandalorian uh-huh i don't know it it totally switched everything up and uh, and so we could hardly see anything. Everything was indoors. Everything was dark. They had all their fights in the dark. And that the show does a lot of that. Yeah. Even after this, but with the settings, uh, like how they were so dark, I couldn't see any of those helmets. Yeah. I was just like, I think there's something happening there. I think that says Star Wars, world? but the whole thing was just too dark. I think like I think it'd be cool if they like changed up the theme of it. But I don't mind them showing kind of like the like helmets and icons because there is like. Star Wars has some good helmet game going on. I guess, so. but like it just uh, the 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 cinematic like Star Wars is so much more than the characters in their helmets, and it's just like it to me. It's like I don't th- when I think of Star Wars, the first thing I like I don't think of ugh, the iconic helmets in Star Wars. Hmm. So like for me, I it guess, just but it's, it, yeah, it feels a little like not that it's like betraying Star Wars or anything like that, but it 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 doesn't feel like oh. These iconic helmets, that Star Wars. And it's trying to, me. to evoke well, helmets and masks, and I think BB 8s one of them. So it is trying to just like evoke you're right, yeah, it's and all like characters, but R2 it's R two like, and C three BO. But it was just like but... planets, and you're like, I think that's Tatooine. <laughs> yeah. Hey, what? Uh, okay. Little does, pieces of the ships. Does it bug you? The wing? ships would be cool yeah. if they did the ships. Does it bug you because it just feels like, oh, merchandise, like they're trying to sell me keychains. Yeah, here it, or it feel well, it also feels like, well, Marvel does this and DC does this, oh, okay. and like the all the companies are having their own pre thing tag now. i like that there's like a general star wars tag but they could maybe stand to change it up at some i just point think too. like it's like star wars existed so long before the, the the mcu and stuff like that that like i don't think they need it i think like if it, like it was an unnecessary addition but it is also now like encompasses so many different kinds of cartoons and media and stuff that it's sort of like they can put that tag now in front of the Christmas special when they re-release but the why, special what, edition of that. The, what is the need for that tag? Like, you know, uh, it's Star like, Wars, and just Luke, to be like, well, if you think back, the Christmas to like, special, you wouldn't know that was Star Wars. <laughs> like Lucasfilm, though, they just it said Lucasfilm, and then it kind of and like you know got, you're about to watch Red Tails. It got <laughs> it did the little shine across it, and that was it. It didn't like flip through twenty. We're not here to movies. debate that Lucas's logo is awesome because that's that's obvious. But but I'm just saying they could have done that with some kind of awesome Star Wars logo and just like had had a shine and then moved on. Yeah, I don't think they need those faces. I agree with you, Andrew. Thanks. Robert, you didn't even see them. You Robert. designed one. <laughs> You're off the pod. You know what? I stan this logo thing. Oh, I God. love it. Uh, no, I could do or live without it or not. But uh, I could. I think because oh, I think they could change it up. I see why they have the general tag, but it could be something different too. Okay, let's talk about some movies.
don't you forget about me. Look my way, girl. Something <laughs> breakfast. Movies we've seen. You know, it's that time of year, everybody, where we talk about Christmas movies. (laughs) Santa. Oh, my God. Santa's here. That's right. Have the uh, and overlords been? You okay, Santa? Where am he's I? He's a busy guy. Oh, I've no. Been, I've been tied up he's in this. sundowning. Oh, gosh. Oh, no. Where? Santa, where'd you park the reindeer? Santa? Reindeer? Oh, boy. Who's well, Santa, let's quickly, before you fade too much, let's... You, movies? You want to hear about movies? Uh, have you boys seen any Christmas movies? Oh, boy. Well, let's not disappoint. Max, tell me you've seen some Christmas movies. I'm checking my list twice. Oh. Do you, I, Sam, do you I, like that? I like the, <laughs> that's oh, perking that. me up a little okay. bit. This is very That's dark. very funny. Um, and- I've already watched Home Alone. I think that might have been... Maybe the first one I watched for the holiday for uh, Christmas. Santa, what do you think of the Home Alone? Well, it <laughs> takes place around Christmas. I don't know that it's necessarily a Christmas movie. You but don't think Home Alone is a Christmas movie? <laughs> it's a burglary movie. <laughs> what in the world? <laughs> Kevin defends his household and learns to appreciate his family, which is the true meaning of Christmas. Defending your home. Defending yeah. your home with Violently. weapons? <laughs> I, yeah, stand your ground. Kevin was ahead of his time. I didn't get him those paint cans for Christmas. Yeah, his parents got those. Did you like possess the uh, the the heater in the basement? Were you scaring Kevin during the movie? <laughs> I was trying to say hello. And what did you think about like him breaking ornaments and like like disrespectful yeah. of me? That's like your money, right? <laughs> that's my money. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I thought. Man, this is this is actually this bit has legs. I mean, not bit. This is Santa Claus. What? <laughs> Uh, I also saw um, Mickey's Christmas Carol. Hey! And as I talked with uh, our host, Andrew, Andrew's still here, by the way. He's just kind of being, he's starstruck. <laughs> I love Santa Claus so much. And Andrew shuts up for a little bit. And I saw Mickey's Christmas Carol, and I... I like the name of the movie. Mm-hmm. There's Christmas right in there. Not Happy Holidays Carol, as some people are trying to force down. You know, throat. there's a war on Christmas going on, right? <laughs> oh, God. So are you Cut like his a, mic. Cut his mic. Are He's you done. a general in the war on Christmas? I'm I'm head general in the yeah, war on Christmas. Yeah, who's the yeah, head general? <laughs> Pretty sure that's a military rank. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Oh, God. And I'm guessing you don't even know the remember the names of your uh, other uh, <laughs> subordinates Who? in the army. Yeah, yes, yeah. Uh, Christi- Peons uh, to me. Mickey's Christmas Carol and A Muppet Christmas Carol, which I love. Great songs in that. And uh, as I as I talked with... Uh, Michael Caine. An- Michael Caine is amazing as Scrooge in that movie. And as I talked with uh, Andrew about uh, before the record, so good to see so many adaptations, cartoon and otherwise, of uh, that little kid dying. Yes. Uh, so uh, uh, I don't remember if he has consumption or what's going on, but boy, they uh, really... Always pleasant. Always so... That family is devastated. Um, the Muppet... Uh, ghost of christmas future is creepy it's just like a weird crepe papery looking gray like cloak and you can never see inside at the face it's really disturbing i liked it a lot uh those are some christmas ones i've seen max tell santa what you've seen well be good now yeah better be good be good i saw this christmas one with joaquin phoenix called you were never really here now that's a Christmas movie, Robert. You could cri- you could learn a lesson from Max. <laughs> oh no, the one where he's he's like a yeah. So he's you can hire him to. He's kind of uh, chasing down these children who have been uh, stolen. And- they were naughty. <laughs> oh, 
boy. And uh, he, not the children, the people who stole the that children. That sounds there closer go, yeah. to the mark. <laughs> yeah, and he uh, bashes their heads in with the hammer, and not the kids, the uh, the those naughty. Oh, this naughty sounds people. like a Joker. Yeah, yeah. Wow. But it was yeah. It's uh. Hey, someone tell him we live in a society, okay? It's gruesome, uh, but it was it's pretty good. It, it's uh, and it, I like the soundtrack, and uh, it's a little slow uh, paced, but I think it it ends up being better for it. And is it take place during in December? Chris, it, it has nothing to do with Christmas, but, but Santa, like, what <laughs> the hell, Santa? Rules of I need a, I need a ruling on this on the field. What is this? The ruling is. Max wins. What idiot. in the world? Oh, <laughs> yeah. no. And the crowd goes yeah. wild. Ho, oh, no. Ho, ho. Did I ho, see something that ho, wasn't? Ho. You know what? I also watched uh, uh, Krampus. That's a Christmas movie. That's a violent Christmas movie. How dare movie. you bring up what my the- <laughs> oh, no. evil brother. Your brother-in-law. <laughs> he married into the family. I hate him. <laughs> yeah, he's a, he's a real trickster in this movie. But I, I like Krampus a lot. He's, uh, this wasn't the first time you've seen it, though. No, 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 no. I've seen, okay. it, I've seen it plenty of times. That, that brother-in-law crampused my style. You mm, came up with that before mm. you knew him? What? <laughs> oh, my God. I don't even know if you're sure if he's your brother-in-law. <laughs> I told you he married my sister. And what's your sister's name? Mrs. Claus. Mrs. Claus. That was your wife. What uh, in the world? Wait a minute. Freaky crap is going on up there. Two different... We have different rules up in the North Pole. Well, what about you, Sam? <laughs> have you seen anything this holiday season? Do you even have time? I don't have time busy. to watch Christmas movies. I'm making I, I Christmas movies. Christ- <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you're the that's, you're the Santa in all of the Christmas movies. That's right. And you like transmorph your face to look like different actors. And Correct. Stuff? I was bad Santa, the Santa Claus. Tim Allen in the Santa Claus was you. One, transmor- two, and three. Oh no. I was wow. also Santa Claus in all the cartoons you've been talking about. Oh my God, you're prolific. That's amazing. Well, I and, don't think Santa Claus is in Christmas. Girl. And I get a little piece of the back end, if you know what I mean, of all oh, those. some zids. Yeah, some sweet zids. Wow, wow. And you use that and you send that back into the business making toys for all the little girls and boys? I don't think so. <laughs> oh. Upgrading the sleigh, if you know what I mean. You just upgraded just a tool around. You don't need it for uh, traversing the globe. I saw Pimp My Ride once, and I thought, wouldn't it be nice if Santa got a PlayStation in uh, in his sleigh? So you have an original. That's pretty cool, though. <laughs> PlayStation 2. Play it's a PlayStation 2. Yeah. That's, that's honestly pretty awesome. Yeah. And like a water feature. There's usually like a waterfall in the backseat. Bubbles <laughs> coming out of the back I of the sleigh. wouldn't peg you for a bubble. Not like a snow. Or I guess you get that all the time. You want something different in your... I'm tired of snow. I like seeing water evaporate and disappear like bubbles. That's my dream. Well, uh, <laughs> Santa. I've got to go. Uh, I've got a lot of presents to make, so goodbye. Ho, ho, ho. Hey, thanks for stopping ho, by. Hey, Santa, see ya. I hope we don't hear you from your during TV segment. Oh, <laughs> uh, Santa. Bye. Oh, Andy, you uh, should have said goodbye. Oh, I wanted to say something to him, and I didn't even need to tell him about the Christmas movies I watched. Oh. What'd I watched you? Noel on Disney Plus with... Okay. Uh, Anna Kendrick and Bill Hader. I thought it was very cute. Mm-hmm. And uh, a, a nice addition to a movie lineup for Christmas movies if you're going to watch them this this year. And then we watched with a bunch of friends a movie called Holly Star that is on Netflix. And I think you <coughs> you think you do need to read that description. <clears throat> yes, my wife has requested that I read the description to this movie. I should have queued this up earlier. So let's vamp for <clears throat> one well, second. Well, all right. 
Here we go. All right. Typing in. Oh, Hollywood. Still typing okay. In. Well, here's the thing. I, I've had, it's two weeks for me, so I've seen actually quite a few movies. So I'll oh. jump in here. I, I watched Peanut Butter Falcon, yeah. and you were talking about that earlier, Andrew. Uh-huh. Uh, I haven't seen it. I think you what? talked about seeing it. I last talked about time. seeing it. I thought somebody on here talked about it. You did. I'm watching different <laughs> podcasts, listening to them as well. Oh, no. Are Santa back? <laughs> anyway, you should check it out. Uh, did I, I talk about it last time? Yeah. Well, then I should have erased that. Did I talk about Soap Dish? I probably did. No. No? No, I don't okay. think so. Okay, I watched Soap Dish. Great. <laughs> That's all. What was I, that about? I, yeah. I don't... See, I thought I hadn't seen it before, but I had. It has a bunch of uh, uh, actors in it. Who uh, <laughs> 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 you would recognize. Has, Tell uh, me more. Uh, Kevin Klein. It has Sally Fields, and it has a, a, a bunch of others. It's been a while since I've seen it, but it's an uh, <laughs> old movie from the 90s about actors and uh Falling in love and all of that good stuff. I've heard, yeah, I've heard, I've, I've heard of this one. It's about yeah, so, soap opera stars and their kind of behind the scenes shenanigans and uh, a lot of fun. Hmm. Uh, Do yeah. they dish these soap actors? That's right, they dish on each other. Is wow, that, that's how it goes. Yeah, I also watched Lady and the Tramp animated, oh. the, the original one. I was gonna the, say the original one. N- we yeah, we avoided that uh, that nasty the, new one. The new, that nasty. nasty new one. And oh. how did the We Are Siamese song hold up? <laughs> you know, I know that it's racist, but I still love it. <laughs> oh boy. That's not the first time I've heard him say that. <laughs> <laughs> the the song's a jam. The and song <laughs> it's a bop. Yeah. 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 It's, I mean, you can't slaps, deny it. you guys. <laughs> if you please. Oh uh, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. It's it's bad, sure, but surprised uh, Disney doesn't have a song like a ride based around that <laughs> that offensive song. I mean, I heard that they put uh, some culturally insensitive tag at the beginning of some. Uh, they some do. Of the, it's they like do. a yeah. They're like these. So where are was dep- it on Lady and the Tramp? Maybe uh, it's not. They racist. stand behind it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They they're like this is cool for sure. Yeah. They, um, like it turns the volume up automatically yeah, on the. Yeah. It is, uh, yeah, maybe it is like them being like, oh, some of this stuff is sort of of the time. But then there's other things they've completely taken off or they've edited oh, things yeah. out, like Dumbo doesn't have certain characters. I thought they had that one with the tag, but did maybe they? I'm wrong. I mean, maybe, they, I'm, they, maybe I'm spreading lies. They didn't put up the like Br'er Rabbit Song of the South. No, 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 that no, no. One's, That one's not on there. But yeah, Lady and the Tramp also has some pretty uh, over-the-top Italians that are that's good, though. Basically Mario and <laughs> Luigi. We like that. That's a good, yeah, that's, <laughs> we like that. That's a good stereotype. Oh, just like the pasta? Good. <laughs> but anyway, let's go back to you, Andrew. Oh, okay. And, and, Holly uh, Star. Let's Holly talk about Holly Star. Star. The synopsis for Holly Star, which is an, on Netflix, by the way, if everybody wants to watch it. Oh, boy. Um, home for the holidays. A broke puppeteer knows there's treasure buried somewhere under her town. <laughs> to find it, all she has to do is die. Almost. <laughs> <laughs> Almost got you on that one, Max. <laughs> yeah, I was drinking water. Uh, could have been trouble. Um, yeah, so it is. It is a. It's a story about this woman who she is creating a like she's a puppeteer. They're creating like an ad for somebody. She gets fired immediately, <sighs> so she goes back to her town. They do this kind of creative thing where like they tell some of the story through puppets. Mm-hmm. And another movie I saw it does the same thing. But um, the Muppet we'll movie, talk about it. yeah, <laughs> the puppet movie. <laughs> The, the puppet take Manhattan is what I think it was called. <laughs> puppet Christmas Carol. Puppet Christmas Pearl was. Um, <laughs> that's a different movie I saw. Um, yeah, it's it. It is a wild Christmas movie, and it just it the like she. she there's like trauma buried in her mind of like oh what ha- something that happened, and like 
she has to keep like in order to unlock it she has to like have a near-death experience so jesus she has to take a uh, ayahuasca and uh yeah go on a fucking spirit it's, it's like the scene from uh, groundhog day where he kills himself over and <laughs> over again is it uh is she like uh the ventriloquist and scarface from batman and she uses the puppet as like a conduit for another personality that's right that's absolutely right. It's like the beaver then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just a remake of the beaver. Pu- I I was laughing for a second there when you said puppet pissmas peril or whatever that or whatever like uh-huh. the idea that the puppet part changes the Yeah, it changes pip, all the rest. Pips a ponderful plife. <laughs> <laughs> but it's puppets. You yeah. Get it? I, I get it. Puppets change everything, dude. Pericle and pretty poor. Yeah, it's called Pete. Muppets Mismus Merrill, right? So that's Merrill. 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 Yeah. Merrill. Oh, you're doing your snake, a solid snake impression? Yeah. Merrill. Um uh, any anything else other than this charming uh, Holly star? I saw a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Yes, the Tom Hanks Mr. Rogers movie. How was it? I thought it was good. Like it, it's like a very like the the word we all used to describe when we walked out is like it's ex- it's just an extremely nice movie. Sure. Like it is. What is what is Mr. Rogers' dark secret? Like what it was what re- demons has he uh, wrestled with? Or is that too much of a spoiler for the movie? I mean the the only like they the so the movie like the the trailer makes it seem like it's going to be primarily about fred rogers but it seems to be more about like him helping it's, that guy. it's more about yeah the the main character of the movie is the is the the interviewer and it's sort of mr rogers taking him on like helping him on his journey versus like him helping mr rogers so there's no point where like mr rogers falters or yeah, i was gonna say like it'd that. be funny if like he finds him in, you know in an alley somewhere like yeah. get away from me yeah so there's it's just not like, a beautiful day in the neighborhood. You know, there's parts where like he asks Fred's wife, like, what's, you know, like what, you know, what same thing you said, like, what's the dark secret here? What's the thing? And he, she just goes, he's, he's human. Like all of us, like he has anger problems. He has, you know, he gets frustrated, blah, blah, blah. And he's not perfect. And so like, it's, they never present him as like, you know, this saint like character that's in for a fall at some point. It's just yeah. like, he is, who he is and recognizes his own faults and like encourages other characters to like work through theirs as well. So like, Mm. I don't know. I thought it was a very like, and I don't want to say too much about it, but there's no point in the movie. Like there's a part in the trailer where they're in a a subway car yeah, yeah, and everybody sings the theme song to Mm. him. And I was like, I wonder if this is going to have a turn where everybody's like, you're corny, Mr. Rogers, you know, but like it just turns out to be a scene where everybody's like, we love you, Mr. Rogers. And they sing the song and, He's like, that was wonderful. And, you know, like it's so like that's but that's like the Read that's the movie. Yeah. No new yeah. taxes. Not gonna die. <laughs> Can't I finish? Um <laughs> so it, an impression it, of an impression. Yeah, he just it's Mr. Rogers doing Dana Carvey impressions. <laughs> oh no. All of them. He does the turtle from the turtle. I was club. about to fucking say <laughs> Am I turtle enough for the turtle club? Um so <laughs> it's just it's a nice movie. I, I liked it a lot. Cool, dude. Yeah. <laughs> did uh, Did you see the documentary, the mm-hmm. one that got popular before? Yeah. What's that one called? <laughs> uh, Won't you be my neighbor? Yeah. Which one did you prefer? Um, I think I preferred Won't you be my neighbor a little more. I think yeah. like you get certainly you get more of a sense of of Mister Rogers, Fred Rogers, the person mm-hmm. through that, and there's a little bit of hints of that in, um in this one in beautiful day in the neighborhood and tom hanks does a great job of being mr rogers but i don't think it because it's more about 
the interviewer mm-hmm. you don't really get a full sense of the character as much as you do in the documentary yeah, obviously already, like, established yeah. yeah and no one cares about that interviewer so that's right fuck him who um, needs him all right I got a couple more. Okay. Sure. I also saw Creed 2. Yeah. That what movie's dope. Yeah. It's good. Check it out. I had to go back and like read synopsis, synopses of all the other Rocky movies because I don't remember them at yeah. all. <laughs> apparently. But uh, it was good. Mm-hmm. It does continue. It's weird because it's uh, Creed 2. Yeah. So you'd think, yeah, all I need to do is watch Creed 1. But Creed really, 2, Cruise Control. You got to, yeah. You got to watch all of them, really. You yeah. Got, you got to know your your Because it, it references a... Uh, Rocky it connects three. so much to three, and yes, yeah. yeah, there's a lot of history. Going yeah, there. exactly, and and then it, yeah, everything kind of builds on itself too. You was know, that four? Know where Rocky's at? See, that's even after I think Ivan Drago's up, four. You're right. Even after Drago's four, up, because I still forget. And five, three is, is, five is Tommy Gunn. Three is Thunderlips and Clubber Lang. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, but good movie. Check it out. Okay. Uh, Britney runs a marathon. Ooh, I've been wanting to watch that. Check it out. Yeah, it's good. It's Looks funny. Good. It's uh, it it kind of seems like it's gonna do the tropes, do some typical tropes, and yeah. sometimes it does, but most of the time it it like narrowly avoids them and does something mm-hmm. fun, and creative. It a little. So yeah. Uh, Have you seen that, Rob? I've not seen that yet. Uh, you and I are both similar fans of Jillian Bell, and oh, she's a star her. in that yes. one. So oh I yeah, see that one. yeah, she does a great job. Yeah, check it out. Uh, I started the Green Lantern. I can't <laughs> believe how many people are in that movie. It's kind of nuts. The, the 2011 Green, Green Lantern. Yeah. Taika Waititi is in there. Really? He is? Yeah. As just a character. He, huh. he like, he's a uh, kind of uh, Houston, we have a problem guy, the guy uh, who he calls into okay. over the intercom or whatever. I don't uh-huh. know. He's in quite a bit though. Okay. And then his wife, like Ryan Reynolds' wife. That's where Blake Lively? Met, Blake Lively. Mm-hmm. That's where he met her. Yeah. Uh, and then the guy um, from Kingsman, the guy who steps on the mine. Oh, uh, Mark Strong. Mark Strong is in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways, in- interesting stuff. I would like to finish it at some point, but I was watching it on a plane and wow. we landed. So yeah. <laughs> so you're like, uh, I'm going to stay on here for a bit. Yeah. Can we uh, can, can we circle around? Yeah. You guys go uh, like that. A couple more times, guys? Yeah. Hey, uh, pilot? Give him the you old know, And you know what? Away. I kind of forgot how I'm going to restart this movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I didn't hear that part. Uh, also, I watched on Disney Plus Journey of Natty Gan. Do you guys know that at all? No. Uh, it's this girl who's uh, riding the rails. She gets uh, separated from her father and then has to find her father. He like he heads over to uh, Washington, Seattle okay. area. So she has to go chase him down. John Cusack's in it. Hmm. Uh, and it's weird. Uh, if you guys haven't seen it, I guess. Well, it's an old movie. Anyway, there's a weird kiss that happens. I think that... The, now we're talking. The actor's... I think had a, a pretty big age gap, but the characters were supposed to be something like 15, 18. Okay. But it looked like 12 and 35. So Yikes. Like, Jesus yeah. Christ. it could just be that, uh, that, um, this is on Disney plus. Yes, exactly. Okay. With, with no, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, John Cusack just, maybe he just looks old at that point, but uh, little, he was old. I think a little bit weird. <laughs> it's, it was made today. <laughs> yeah. They digitally put he, 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 <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> All right. All right. Moving on. Okay. That's that's the last of it. The, the other one was the, wow, you were never man. here. Uh, yeah. I watched a lot of movies. Hey, cool. Right. Put a couple under your belt. Yeah. Let's talk about a little bit of these TV shows we've seen. We've seen. What about you guys? You guys see TV? Just continuations of what I'd already seen the Imagineering story on Disney Plus, which I think feels like the series is almost over. I think the next episode might be the last one. 
Um, and then his dark materials. Still watching that. Oh. Still enjoying that. Uh, I haven't seen the most recent of that episode, but you like continuing. it? Yeah, yeah, I like them. I just don't want to say too much about either, just because they're still so fresh. So have yeah. they introduced Lin Manuel Miranda yet? Yes, I think he was episode two or, th- or three or four. And what do you think? Uh, <laughs> careful! I'm not a, I, I careful. So. The Lin heads are coming for I'm, you. I'm. I'm. Uh, I'm. Yeah, Lin's a you know. He's an extremely talented man. He's a very talented man. He's just kind of like all over the place, and I don't know if he's the best actor. I don't know if he's. I'm not. I'm not loving his character as much of yeah. as other characters. That's kind of the impression that I got from just the trailer. I was like, Ooh, does this guy really fit into? There's this? like a little tease of him like talking some smack at all these people in a bar, and I was kind of like, oh boy, you're. You think you're hot shit. Yeah. But you know what? You're really cold diarrhea. What? Oh. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, I just wasn't a giant fan, but I'm. I'm but I'm enjoying the show. So. Good. Yeah. What about you? Uh, I, inspired by the Mandalorian, went back and watched the Star Wars holiday special. <laughs> That's not what that is. That's not what that should happen. But they did mention Life Day on the Mandalorian. They did. So they mentioned they sure Life did. Day. They also have his his blaster, uh, uh, yeah, the two pronged blaster. Yeah, and so there, I maybe there are a couple other references too. Like he's riding a beast and everything. That the same way he rides a beast and do back in the yeah. special. So. Uh, it's gross. <laughs> the it's holiday special, but it is hilarious too. I did it's love it. So I loved it a lot. My okay, my favorite, my favorite part was that they have a character in the cantina. They have that cantina that they go to in the first movie, and um, I think I know what you're gonna B, say. B Arthur is uh, she's the cantina mistress. The cantina mis- mistress. She sings a song and everything, but there is a character dressed up exactly like Greedo. Uh-huh. Except uh, she calls him Ludlow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so there's a character who, who looks identical to Greedo running around the Star Wars universe named Ludlow. <laughs> uh-huh. he's, he's probably like a little different somehow, but yes. Yeah. Lud- Ludlow's my favorite. In fact, I think if you watch it now, I think Ludlow says McClunky. I think so. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. They added it. You know in. about this, Andrew? Nope. What? If you watch Star Wars on Disney Plus, the edit that he gave, how, what was the deal? The edit that George Lucas gave Disney and was like, this has to be the one that goes up at, when they bought it. When Greedo gets killed, he says McClunky now. Is George Lucas okay? I think he's trolling. They see me trolling. Just that scene. On Star Wars. Has changed so many times. And then on top of it, now he <laughs> says a weird thing. It doesn't make sense. I really. He goes, McClunky. Like that. <laughs> I'm serious. You watched it? Oh yeah, I've seen the. Okay. I watched. I read about it, but I didn't. I didn't you haven't seen it. it? You need to watch it. Uh, Do Max I? And, yeah. Do Why? I? It sounds I like he saw it. Because having that's, you describe it, because that's the version that everyone and their brother is going to see from now on, because it's on their streaming service. Well, I'll just lend them the laserdisc version, and they can watch the <laughs> and they're original. Like, Grandpa, why is this man <laughs> handing me ancient technology? They 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 transferred it over to DVD. Digital video disc, <laughs> young so man. Still, still ancient, but uh, not as ancient. Yeah, it's it's good. Like, here's the thing: fuck George Lucas because that scene, wow. Greedo says, "I'm going to kill you." Basically, he says, and "That's what oh, are you, wait, you're mad, you're mad over about my, the shot over my part, dead the... everything. Yeah. Every you don't need to change that because he's like, okay, we got it. We have to make." Han Solo look like a good guy because Leia ends up with him later. So let's digitally move his head. He's not a good But guy. the point is, he says, over my dead body, Greedo says, I can arrange for that. And then Greedo gets shot. That's being like forward thinking. That's being smart. That's 
uh, saving your own life. There's there's no need for Greedo to shoot first for Han Solo to know his life's in danger. It doesn't change a thing. I agree. So, I agree with you. And then they just put that that scene in the next scene that makes Jabba look so it's, stupid because he steps on his tail, and they just repeat the same. They should have put in the version where it's just a guy in the English guy in the in the fur vest. He's just like that would have worked the a lot one better. that like was the stand-in for Jabba before uh-huh. the MCD. He's just like, come on, Han, my boogie, you got to get me my money. <laughs> the just the idea that uh, that that um, that he would show up there on his own, right? Like Han owes Greedo? him. Oh, not Greedo. No, see that makes sense. So he sends Greedo out there, uh, but Jabba showing up there on his own. He's like, Han, you owe me money. Han says, I don't have your money, and then he's like, All right, goodbye. That, that is, makes Han or that makes uh, Jabba look so stupid. What, what what was the situation that that Jabba was like? Hey, go shake down Han Solo. Like he owes me money, or like kill him and bring him back, or whatever, yeah. or whatever. He owes me so much money, and then like he's also like there. He's like, oh. Maybe he, did he come there to pick up the, his dead body? He's like, oh, Han, you're still alive. They shot a scene. They realized that it didn't work. They shot a better scene. They put that in the movie, and they got rid of the scene that didn't work. And then they added both in to be like, Duh. Yeah, it's, a, it's <laughs> such a stupid idea to add that scene back I in. I mean, in a, in a, it's, a, it's in an ocean of weird things that have been changed about Star Wars. So It's, it's, it's the one it that bugs me is. the most. It it's is, the it's least, a very weird... It it. it tanks that whole that whole thing just repeating the same lines right after it in a way that makes the, everything seem a lot worse just doesn't make any sense why you would it also just make Jabba there. not seem like imposing because he's just kind of like yeah. okay you know what sure step on my table and my step table, my table yeah yeah get under my table yeah <laughs> listen I'm a generous guy you can you can step on my table if you want <laughs> um well yeah I'm I'm so sorry I brought up a clunky uh <laughs> Anyways, yeah, uh, itchy, lumpy, the the name. Mala. Yeah, but like itchy and lumpy, dumbest names for Chewbacca's uh, relatives. And, son. and they are nightmare inducing. Yep. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. They're so horrifying looking. Yeah. Uh, it's great. great but holidays. if you haven't seen it, watch it. It's so, okay. It's fantastic. Yeah, Andrew's like, yeah, okay. I will. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be doing that right away, Max. Yeah, dude. Uh, I saw making it is back. The craft show that's on NBC with Amy Poehler oh, and mm. Nick Offerman. Love it. So sweet. Everybody's so nice on it. And then I also am catching I'm catching up on the DC Arrowverse shows because Crisis oh, yeah. on Infinite Earth is coming up or maybe airing now. But I we're trying to catch up on that to get ready for that. Cool. And that's it. So you're watching all of it. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Rough. There's a lot. Yeah. And not all of it's very good. So good, good luck, <laughs> yeah. bud. Yeah. All right, let's get to the main one. Any second now. Oh, the shark babe has such teeth there. And it shows them. I forget that he doesn't say knife early in this song. This is Mac the Knife, the theme song to Knives Out. Uh, The Ryan Johnson movie, 2019. uh, Real whodunit. A real whodunit. Uh, let's list the cast members in order of appearance. No, it's uh, Daniel Craig, Tony Collette, Jamie Lee Curtis, Don Johnson. Who is the Chris Evans? The uh, the woman I want to. I don't know her name, which has only been in like Blade or Blade Runner. In this one, I don't know who's the actress. Anna de Armas. Anna de Armas. You're talking about the the main character. Yes, Anna de Armas. I don't know how it's pronounced, but that's that sounds that's, right. Yeah. Okay. Because that was the only one that was sort of like not the big 
the big name, but I was I was impressed. Um, yeah, so Christopher Plummer plays the patriarch of this family. Mm-hmm. Um, the his living not living nurse, but his like nurse comes to find him, that his throat has been slit. She calls the police. It unravels this whole mystery of murder, suicide, what A actually will. happened. Yeah. And before we get into it, I think it's safe to say we'll be doing some spoilers for yes. this because this movie is an, it's an unraveling of plot details. Like every scene that goes on is a new unraveling of something coming out. Yeah. <clears throat> so if you have interest in seeing this movie, I'd say go see it and then listen to us talk about it because we're going to unravel the plot as we talk about it. Oh, yeah. But before we do that, guys, what would you think of Knives Out? I enjoyed Knives Out. I think it was a situation where it was also very hyped up. Um, I had a time people were, you know, it was just very, seemed to be very well reviewed, at least what I was seeing and people were enjoying it. So I think I went in with pretty high expectations and I enjoyed it, but I don't think it like, you know, blow me away, uh, necessarily, but yeah, I liked it. I went, I went in expecting green milk and, uh, instead instead I got a very enjoyable movie. I liked it a lot. Yeah. Good. Good. I enjoyed it a lot too. I had no real, I mean, other than. I've been seeing some like promotional stuff where it's like nice out real fun, you know, like sort of those sort of like blurbs mm-hmm. and it wasn't like an overhype thing for me. So I, uh, I was expecting a fun movie and I got a fun movie. I thought it was like very well made. The, the twist, I guess at the end you kind of see coming like more than halfway through. Like, I think it, it it's pretty easy to suspect who ends up being the, mm. the person who, you know, goes to jail at the end sure chris evans <laughs> we spoiler alert, chris the, evans we already uh, did the i know <laughs> i know but i just i just like i but like like he becomes sort of her confidant about halfway through the movie yeah. and you're just yeah. sort of like okay this is this is he's being too nice there's something else going on here um there's a few issues with the movie and we'll get to them and one glaring one i saw it this morning so it, the mm-hmm. plot details are a little fresh in my mind so there's one particular thing that sticks out in my mind is something that felt uncharacteristic for marta especially but overall like i think it's extremely fun it's really fast paced Mm. it's a little over two hours long it doesn't really feel like that Mm -hmm. feel too long because i think like the scenes are so snappy they Mm -hmm. don't stay in one place for too long even though like there's very little in terms of like scenery like it's takes place mostly house is cool the, the house is very cool they spend a lot of time at the house and right in front of that that knife display, that chair, that, that ode to the Joker from Suicide Squad. Yeah. That <laughs> Christopher Plummer's character was a big uh, fan of the Suicide Squad. Yeah, he's damaged. Mm-hmm. Um, but because of that, because like the rooms are so interesting, and like the characters are always there's always a problem to be had with these characters. It never feels boring. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a very well-made, well-paced movie in that way. Yeah, I think once you get comfortable with things, they kind of flip it on its head. Yeah, and, and so it never feels like. Like you're just sitting there in it. Uh, yeah, I really, I, I dug it. I like the way they uh, lay out the information where early on you kind of know the basics of what happened. Right. And they, you know who murdered, but then like later that changes because, you know, they have the turns and turns. But for the most of the movie, you think you know who the murderer is. Yeah. And uh, I also like early on, uh, I really need to watch it again because I like that that first scene in, where he's uh, dinging the piano. I'm, I need to listen to those uh, the lines that are said right before that because right after that he says, uh, I'll be a quiet listener for the truth. 
And so, you know, like, oh, those were the lies right there. Yeah. Once you, once you know the story, then you can go back and watch what, where, oh, yeah, where I didn't even they think were about lying. That. Yeah. Uh, but then right after that, there are, there are people who are, um, you see their own thoughts. They, they're recollecting what actually happened. And then they're saying something that's completely different. Yeah. You know, they're, was, they're lying to the guy. I always thought it was interesting. They would do like, you know, Tony Collette gives her rendition of what happens. And then you see from someone else's vantage point. Like, so there's a scene um, where Marta and Christopher Plummer's character are in that room together. And in her recollection, she comes up because she heard something thud on the ground. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. She goes up and he says, oh, we dropped the game on the ground. And she says, oh, okay, well, good night. I love you. And he says, I love you. And then when you see it from Marta's vantage point, there's a little line of, can we talk about the money tomorrow? That she Mm. didn't include. And so like, it's exactly the same, except she leaves out that part. Mm -hmm. But it's like, a seamless like edit mm-hmm. in when they read, when they do it from her perspective. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just like stuff like that where there's just little bits of extra stuff yeah. and like little things thrown in there. That's like, Oh, they didn't include that the first time or things like that. I think yeah. it's like, it was a very clever thing to do, but they didn't switch it up. That was another thing that I've seen in, in other movies where, when it's from another character's perspective, it's t- like totally different. Like interpretation. the tone is shit. Yeah. yeah. But like in their the, personality. Yeah. Suddenly, yeah. In this one, like you'll get a different vantage point and different things will be included. Yeah. But everything kind of lines up together with what you you can trust that it's what actually happened. When you're seeing it, you're not gonna have the wool pulled over your eyes. Like it's yeah. not gonna be like, Oh, it was totally different. That's just how that person saw it and they were tripping on mushrooms or something. Yeah. 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 So I did like that that you're that everything that they give you, you're able to kind of grasp firmly. Yeah. The so the movie it takes place after Christopher the you know Christopher Plummer is killed dies I guess is an easier way to put it um and there's a police at the house who are questioning everybody they call it there's a detective a private investigator is called who's played by Daniel Craig who's doing another wonderful Southern accent in a movie yep. um he is called and nobody knows who called him and he doesn't know who called him. And so they are questioning each member of the family. They call back in Marta, who is the nurse, to get the story of what's happening. And so the first, like, maybe 30 minutes, 45 minutes of the movie is, like, an elongated questioning of each character mm-hmm. and w- trying to get their story straight. With Lake- Lakeith, what's his last name? Do you do you remember? The, so it's the, uh, <clears throat> the, the detective who's doing the, uh, the interrogation. And he was also oh, Lakeith Stanfield. Lakeith Stanfield. So yeah. he was in Get Out, and he was also in um, that really weird one. Yeah, that one with the with the horse people. With the horse people. Spoiler alert for that. Oh, maybe. He did. <laughs> Oops. Uh, you should watch that movie, Andrew. Mm. <laughs> the horse people movie. If you look yeah. up Lakeith, it's it's that big one. We wa- I thought we had watched it. Maybe yeah. Have you watched it? You got his maybe IMDb, it was just us. Maybe was... we were talking. Oh. About it. Sorry to bother you. Yeah, yeah, yeah I haven't seen you. it. Well, oh, well, I'm just joking. About yeah, what are you talking about? You know, centaurs anyway, and stuff. Um, but I did think it was funny because there was a part where Jamie Lee Curtis is screaming at the cops to get out, and she's pointing right at him. And I was like, Yeah, oh, oh nice, get out! Yeah. Wow. I do like uh, the whole family how they turned on a dime. Like they, oh, yeah. they became total assholes. And I think my my absolute favorite part of the movie was when Chris Evans and Michael Shannon are just going at it, yelling yeah. at each other. And he's Chris Evans is pointing at him, you eat shit, and you eat shit. Yeah. All of you should eat shit. And then Michael Shannon's like, uh, 
Well, maybe he left you a cold glass of milk in the in the will. Yeah, that was very funny. <laughs> oh, I really love when Michael Shannon is just a uh, way he over the top such asshole. A, he's like, good, but he, I, I feel like he wasn't in it as much as, as some of the other folks. <laughs> no, he, yeah, not a whole lot, but he did a great job with what he had. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's given more to do than like Jamie Lee Curtis, for instance. Mm-hmm. I think like the members of the family who seem to have the most to do seem to be Tony Collette. Mm-hmm. and don johnson seem to be the two of that of like the yeah i already forgot their last names but the tenenbaums ten, yeah the royal <laughs> tenenbaums um the thrombes the thrombes um they seem to have the most to do in the in the movie at least like character stuff mm-hmm. but yeah i think everybody is turning in a really fun performance but yeah so they they're trying to figure out what happened to christopher Plummer's character it comes out that he has given his entire will, his entire estate to Marta. And then it turns this whole thing into like, you know, the family who up until that point was being very nice to her and was like, Hey, just so you know, we are going to, we are going to support you. You know, like we'll give you like a share of whatever happens. And Uh then she gets everything. They all turn on her except for Chris Evans character who bails her out. And so we get this whole thing where, she reveals that she had administered medicine to Christopher Plummer's character, the medicine he every reads night. every night, and somebody had switched the bottles. And well, the so bottles had fallen. Bottles had she fallen. meant to give him one and gave him a different one. So she accidentally gave him too much morphine, which is going to kill him. The good stuff. And, and, he, and she was like, yeah. can we not call it the good stuff right now? Yeah. <laughs> and so in an effort to cover up that she had, you know, overdosed him on morphine, he slits his own throat and kills himself. Well, also, sets, it up, sets it up so that she can get away because he's especially worried about her mom. Yeah, because her yeah. mom's there illegally. Yeah. And so he's trying to get her out of trouble. And so they set up this whole elaborate thing to, to get her out of trouble. Yeah. I also like the the social commentary involved in all of that. Yeah, the, I did the, too. I loved it. Yeah, the, the fact that um, like this rich white family, just all, each one of them thinks that they're self-made even though they made every one of them made their fortune off of their father. Yeah. And, uh, how dare you take this house that he owned for it? It's like, he bought it from a Pakistani guy in 1981. Yeah. Like <laughs> this is not his ancient, uh, yeah. uh, can I speak really quick on that? Yeah. I love that. I believe every family member at one point says she's from a different yes. South American country. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, so good. good. So good. And, uh, the only thing I didn't like just because of like the evergreenness of it was like, all the Trump talk and stuff in that one particular scene. Not because like I care, but it was just more like it was so of that exact moment where I was just like, this feels where they're like talking about um, Michael Shannon's and kids in cages and stuff. And yeah. like they're, and, and that's funny. It is kind of funny because in an earlier scene, they're like, Marta's a part of the family. And that shows Don Johnson calling her over to be like, come on over, hang out with the family in the actual scene. It's him calling her over to be like, tell us what you think. You're, you're an immigrant. You yeah. can tell. And she got here the right way. And it's kind of like putting her on the spot. And in that scene, he hands, uh, he hands her, he her, hands her in the middle plate. of like, his thing. Like, take this play as if she was the help when she's a nurse. Right. Like, yeah. she's a trained yeah. yep. nurse. Yes. Yeah. Uh, anyway, sorry to, sorry to derail. That's okay. So, uh, Chris Evans kind of gets her, like, as they're, like, accosting her, like, you can't take our money. He speeds her away. She tells this whole story to her, to, to him, excuse me, and she starts to get letters. She gets a letter that's like, I know what you did. The blood bank or the the autopsy area, the medical center where his body was, is up, went up in flames overnight. Mm. So the police are there. 
They see Marta and Chris Evans in the car. They go on a big chase scene. She, um, they get caught. Very cool chase scene, by the way. Like, yeah, I was like, I like that. Um, very clever. So the part that the, there's one scene in here that I don't like, and that's when they get they do get caught by um, Daniel Craig and the other police officers, and they say that oh well, uh, Chris Evans's character is is guilty. You know, like we're we're taking him away because we know he's guilty, and. He talks to Marta, Daniel Craig, and he says, did you speed away because he told you to? And she went, yes. And, and she so, doesn't throw... Oh, wait, no, she does. Yeah, she does. Okay. And so, like, she she tells the detective that she had sped away because Chris Evans' character had told him to, mm-hmm. even though he didn't. She sped away because she thought she was guilty. Mm-hmm. And so, in that moment, she's throwing Chris Evans under the bus. Mm-hmm. And, like, in a way that the whole movie is about how good of a person she is and how good of a heart she has. And in that moment, she is throwing another character who up to that point was helping her under the bus. Uh, but I, I think her rationality in there was that um, he didn't actually do that. And so he would eventually be acquitted for that. Cause she still thought that it was all her fault. Did he not say to like, like step on it or something or like, did, did he tell her to, he told her to go faster when they were driving away from the cops, but like yeah. she sped away on her own. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. like he was like, stop, we need to talk to the police or so anything. It wasn't, but- it wasn't that she was not lying. It was that she was doing something that seemed kind of uncharacteristic as far as like protecting herself. Right. Yeah, and then I'm- like, and then so later she, she finds out, she thinks that the person blackmailing her is the maid who is in this abandoned building with the information that. That was a creepy you know, scene. That was a very creepy scene. And so rather than, run away again she ends up helping her to the to her detriment yeah. like she knows she's going to get caught now yeah. and everything can go up but she wants to save the maid so it was just like a very weird thing to like have her throw one character under the bus like five minutes earlier and then immediately go to like she is a good person who like will like sacrifice her freedom and potentially like going to jail for like this other person's life i i think it to me, it felt like it was the the difference between what were the ramifications of it. So that like the maid would have died and uh, Chris Evans character would have spent maybe a day in jail before he was released because he didn't do it. Sure. I guess it just like in that moment, I don't believe like it just it felt it felt more to me like they were trying to play cute and with the audience and like mm-hmm. make you think, well, maybe there is something more here. Mm-hmm. So they gave you information that ended up not be like it's giving you clues that ended up not mattering because they want to play a little cute with the audience and make you think oh well why did she do this thing when it Mm -hmm. ends up not mattering so it's almost like a a red herring of like having this character behave in a way that doesn't feel true to her character to make you think a certain way Mm. just to kind of trick the audience a little bit Mm. and so it it was not i i would not lay it as a critique on her character as much as Ryan Johnson writing a scene where it's like, well, we want to throw a little bit of a red herring to the audience Mm -hmm. to kind of get them off the track a little bit Mm -hmm. rather than service the character in the right way. Yeah. And I've, I've noticed that in Ryan Johnson's movies, uh, more, more in other movies, I should say than in this movie. I felt like I, I felt that, in several of the movies where it seemed like, oh, you were just trying to land on this one thing. And so you did something that didn't necessarily make sense with characters. And it kind of comes up in uh, like 
I don't know. Looper. The Last Jedi, for instance. La- well, yeah, Last Jedi. But even that wasn't even the the worst of it, I think. Like, Looper made a lot of those sacrifices where this doesn't yeah. even make sense, but it's going to look cool or it's going to uh, progress the story. So do it anyways. Yeah. And so, uh, like, I've noticed that as a trend throughout a lot of his movies. Uh, but this one, I felt it the least, I think. That's, of all I, the that's fair. That I've yeah. Seen. But, but yeah, apparently it's still in there somewhere. What did you guys think of uh, the fact that her character, if she lies, throws up? <laughs> it's an interesting plot device. Yeah. I think it's, like I they sort of explain it with like a she has this condition yeah. that causes it. I'm not, I mean, yeah, it was like an interesting plot device, especially for a movie about the truth coming out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so she, the, basically Chris Evans tells the cops what happened and they go through this they go back to the house they get everybody together and they find the autopsy report which shows that there was no morphine in his blood so as she's about to like confess everything to the family daniel craig has this big like he basically tells the whole family to fuck off and like you you know she's not giving you the money back yeah. and blah mm-hmm. blah blah and they call they go back into the the knives room <laughs> and the knives out room the knives out room hashtag knives out and um hashtag get your knives out and they bring chris evans in and they unravel the whole thing of how he actually planned the whole thing and he was the bad guy all along and there's an earlier scene where christopher Plummer is like talking about his knife in like the study and he Mm -hmm. says like you have to know the difference between like a real knife and a stage knife yeah and so after they do this big thing where they tell Chris Evans, we know why you're guilty. And he basically confesses to killing the nurse or the maid. He then says, well, in for a penny. And he grabs one of the knives and tries to stab Marta with it, but it's a stage knife. Yep. What a fool. What a fool. You could have grabbed like one of the, uh, I don't know, axes or something. (laughs) Or one of the other a hundred knives that are on the chair. He just happens to grab the one stage knife. Yeah. 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 Um, Unless they were like stage axes and everything too. They're all like yeah. foam. They're all nerf. Yeah. So, you know, I, I, we sort of, sp- I, I sort of sped through just for the sake of time, sure. but like the unraveling of that whole thing I thought was very clever and very mm-hmm. satisfactory. Mm-hmm. And I think it like the way they did it, like the little clues that they sprinkle throughout the movie, I thought really did that justice, mm-hmm. you know, including like when she's, there's a part where Marta is climbing up and down the house and then they he she comes across um, Christopher Plummer's mother, yeah, this like senile, nearly deaf and blind woman, yeah, and she just goes and uh, Chris Evans' character's name is Ransom, yeah, and so she says, "Ransom, are you back again?" And it's the back again thing, like he had returned again, yeah, and so that was a reference to him being there earlier, which was like a you know just little things that they sprinkle in. I thought was very mm-hmm. clever and were yeah. very well done, yeah. Uh, yeah, I really also liked um, Daniel Craig's character, the way that they, um, like, he basically plays Sherlock, but in a thick uh, Kentucky Kentucky yeah. accent. Yeah, and but he says things like, the game is afoot. And, he is uh, great in this. Yeah. Like, he truly, my favorite part of the movie is Daniel Craig. He is such a, like, I mean, he's, like, one turn away from, like, now I'm not a big city yeah. lawyer. No, yeah. you know, like he is his accent is so fun. He is turning in like like old style, de- you know, like mm-hmm. TV detective sort of like 
you know, and the, you know, like this led to this and this to this and this to this sort of like his big monologue at the end of like how Chris Evans did it. Mm-hmm. He's just, he's terrific in it. I had so much fun watching him in yeah. this movie. Yeah. I also like that he's really good at his job, but he also makes mistakes and gets yeah. duped a couple times, but just keeps on going. And, and I don't know, it's fun. And I think the movie had a pretty good message with throughout all of it of just like being nice, being honest yeah. and uh, being a good person. And he, <laughs> he really hammers that home with Marta. Cause he's just mm-hmm. like, I think three different times he says, you're a good person mm-hmm. to her. And like, I, you know, like you were talking about with him being not as great at his job. I thought mm-hmm. there's a very cute scene between the two of them where she says like, turns yeah. out you might not be that good of a detective. And she's like, and he goes, well, you're a pretty lousy murderer. And they kind of like toast drinks to each yeah. other. I thought that was very cute. And like, they have like a yeah. very nice, like kinship with each other too. Mm-hmm. I just, I liked it. Yeah. And when he sits down with the senile mother and says, Hey, I know you just lost your son and I might be the first person to uh, get like, give you condolences. He yeah. like extended kindness to her in a way that like nobody had yeah. at that point. Yeah. It's just, I thought that was good. And the fact that the actual meat of the story, the reason why it, it resolved the way it did was because Marta was being nice. Like yeah. ge- it genuinely hinged on that. Mm-hmm. And so uh, it's good, I think, when movies do that, when they don't just say one thing and then, uh, you know, tell you just straight up action all the way. That's the way to to get through it. Right. Like to actually have uh, the everything play out in the way that being nice is good for you. Being an asshole is going to get you uh, in jail. Yeah. (laughs) Whatever. Yeah. In jail. (laughs) Yeah. That's the thing. You're going to Alcatraz. Yeah. I just think it's good when, when... when movies when it's not it wasn't preachy either it was just yeah. it was just a fun uh lighthearted movie yeah mm-hmm. yeah and even like the the scene where the scene where christopher plummer plumber cuts his own neck is like briefly gory mm-hmm. but overall like not a lot of violence you know like a, you know there's a character who gets punched in the face but like it doesn't rely heavily on action it doesn't rely on violence it's I don't know, like other other than the you know, like I said, other than the scene where Christopher Plummer necks himself, like it's pretty like easy on the eyes. You know, there's not a lot hey. of like you know, and like hey, uh, Chris, just, Chris yeah. Evans, oh. and everybody's turning in a good performance. Like you know, you're talking about with Michael Shannon. Yeah, Chris Evans is good in it too. Yeah, um, Tony Collette playing like a very like desperate and vain character is very fun with just the right amount of vocal fry. Yeah. And, you know, I wish Jamie Lee Curtis was given a little more to do in the movie, but like, but I do, I think she really stood out when she turned, when you found out like, cause throughout the first half of the movie, uh, up until the will reading, essentially, she's just so kind and like yeah. helping people out. And then she immediately turns into such a vicious person. Yeah. Uh, I thought that turn was great. I yeah. think she did a great job with that. Yeah. So I don't know. Would you guys recommend people go to the theater and see it? Yeah, yeah absolutely. I would say so. Yeah. I enjoyed mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Worth watching. Yeah. I mean, if you've listened this far, you've the whole thing's been ruined for you. You've so. presumably seen it. Yeah, you've presumably seen it, but I would say if you have friends who have not seen it and don't know what happens in it. Make a incur- podcast telling them to go see it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. All right, guys. That'll do it for this episode. Bye. Bye. But, ho, ho, ho. I'm back. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>